0: Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Daniel Craig joins us from San Diego, where he is owner of Absolute AV Design. I met Daniel, the integrator, not the actor in case you're listening and not watching us. Very recently, while in Southern California, touring the headquarters of Nice Nortec Control. During the manufacturer visit, those of us in attendance were also treated to a tour of a beautiful private home on San Diego's Coronado Island and a luxury high-rise condominium building called Pacific Gate. Both the private home and nearly all of the 215 condominium residence units featured technology that was installed and maintained by Absolute AV Design, a company that has only been in business for five years. During the tours, led by Daniel and members of the Nice North Tech Control team, I was impressed with Daniel's professionalism and quality of work, and clearly his clients were as well. We didn't get a chance to talk at length during the tour, so I thought, what better way to learn more about his story than to have him on the podcast to discuss his career, his company, and some insights about residential and resumersial technology. Daniel Craig, great to see you again. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I look forward to chatting a little bit.
0: Well, you know, it, it's rare that I see somebody like about a week before I talk to them on the podcast in person. There's so little in-person communication these days. Um, so it's it's pretty fresh in my mind. A lot of what we uh, heard from you, learned from you and talked about as a group. Um, but the one thing that just really jumped out at me and I guess one of the main motivations for having you on is that I'm standing there looking up at this huge tower with these, you know vast number of condominium residences, very luxury building. And somebody says, So, how long have you been in business? And he said, Oh, five years. (laughs) And all of us old crusty journalism guys that like have been covering this industry for about 30 years couldn't believe it. Um, and of course there's more to the story and I'll let you tell it. But uh, how is it possible that you're this guy with a business for about five years doing such a huge project as that tower? And there's obviously more than just that in your client base, but, uh, how did that happen?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it, kind of crazy how it all went down, but, uh, that project, uh, started back in 2017 and I was fortunate enough to be the, the guy who started that project with another company. And, um, Couple of things uh, transpired, and, and before I knew it, I was in a position where I felt that I needed to start my own company, and I did. And, and it didn't take very long before the developer called me and asked me if, you know, I could come and help make sure that project got completed the right way. Um, and so I started my company with, uh, with four people. We pretty quickly grabbed another two and had six of us that were uh, starting to get involved, re-involved, I guess I should say, in completing that building. So from pre-wiring all of the, the homes to finishing the common areas to, to working in some of the, the penthouse uh, units. So it was, um, I would say I was at the time maybe a reluctant business owner, but felt that um, circumstances kind of put me in a position where I felt like it was the right thing to do for my own honor and for the honor of my clients to to start a company and, and find a way to service. So I was lucky in the sense that I had great partners to bring me on uh, quickly. Nortech at the time was was one of them that knew me already and uh, brought us on board as well as a couple of the other key manufacturers who already knew me. So we had some support from vendors. We had uh, technicians with great experience, including my lead, lead technician, Ken, who had already pre-wired maybe 15 of these High rises in his career, so we came in as what what looked like on paper a brand new company, but in reality we were a vastly experienced <laughs> team with you know a, an on, a honorable group of people who knew what they were doing and cared about you know our, our clients and and making the right decisions and treating people the right way. So it it uh, it's a whirlwind when I think back on it, you know, to to handle a building with 41 floors and Uh, that many homes you know to to handle that at the size we were but man it was a cool cool project to launch with and um you know ultimately just came down to people wanting to have us in that space and trusting us to do the right thing and, and provide the right outcome
0: yeah obviously owning a business for anyone is is a stressful situation and a challenge but it sounds like you kind of uh spun off almost a a company off of another company and had some of those resources at hand, but, uh, you, you, to have the trust work working personally with some of those vendors as manufacturers is a, is a big statement, I guess, for yourself. Um, and clearly I was there to meet with one of those major vendors who seems pretty proud of your work to be able to show it off to the press. Like they did, um, you have technology in those, um, Residences on the, in the tower. Um, quite a bit of Elan touch panel technology. Um, kind of walk us through what some of the key pieces are there. Uh, what you how you set that up with the owners, what their options were, and I, I guess some of the flexibility you built into the, the the systems and the design there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, the, the only reason that I was involved both with the previous company and the new company was because of our approach. So um, that's even more critical, I think, than is obvious at the outset. So um, our pitch to them was that we wanted to make sure that uh, homeowners moved in with the ability to choose who they wanted to work with. And if they didn't ever want to hire the company that put the equipment in, they would have a functional and usable system without having to engage us. So that was number one, is we didn't want people to feel like They had to use this because that just kind of gets things off on the wrong foot. So we pitched that to the builder. We told them we would wire the the home in a way that allowed the homeowner to self-install if they wanted to add on to the system for speakers and surround sound and things like that. Um, So that came with some apparent binding posts and labeling for where speakers and things would go, as well as maps for them to be able to understand where wires were staged. Uh, That came with wiring a second location for us to be able to do the more custom approach and hide equipment and closets. Um, But, and I think I alluded to this a little bit too before, but the the home was going to be standard with Meco Shades, with Lutron, Radio Raw 2, as well as with a, a Dakin thermostat system. So we were asked by the developer to come in and try to make all of that unified. And give somebody an easy way to to control that and give them a, a real smart home package to start out so each home was equipped with an elon sc2 controller with a seven inch touch panel and then we actually commissioned that entire system previous to anybody moving in just using a basic uh, router and allowing them to come into a functional system so they Walked in and had a touch panel to control lights, shades, thermostats, and we set up some custom lighting buttons on their uh, lighting page from from Elon that allows them to press and hold a button and curate their entertain, dining, welcome, away, all those lighting scenes that you know a lot of integrators are so familiar with. We set them up so that these people could modify and control exactly what they did. So that was kind of what they were provided and, and it was really neat. The, uh, the developer really likes us and and obvious, that's obvious, right? If they're going to trust a, <laughs> essentially <laughs> on paper, a brand new company, right? To do a project like this, but they ended up uh, instead of showing that they were going to have three companies that would service the building, they ended up you know recommending us to their, all their homeowners. It, originally they'd said they didn't want to do that for just the sake of liability of only recommending one vendor, but they, you know, we kind of gained that trust. And they said, you know, we're just going to tell people that they should call you. And so that was the process that someone would would be in the process of buying the uh, developers, like sales team. I knew all of them very well. We had models in the building. Um, But every single homeowner was recommended to us. And so that didn't yield a meeting with every single homeowner, but probably somewhere between two thirds and three quarters of those homeowners, I got a chance to get on the phone at a minimum and at a maximum I actually got to go uh into the home they were purchasing and tell them about the pre-wiring that we did and tell them about the system that we had put in place and let them know that that system was expandable and they could add control of their TVs and control of their music and if they really wanted they could add cameras and they could add you know all these subsystems even in a condo that you know are appealing to people and so we were fortunate um to be able to have that conversation. And I was able to give them tidbits of information about the other systems in the home that other trades were involved with. And so I just kind of ended up getting to be a kind of a valued inside resource for people. Um, And so that, you know, curated trust. And ultimately we, we did, we were working in new brand new units in that building for the next two years at least. And since then we've, been back into some of these units to do second and third homeowners systems (laughs) which is awesome so the referrals just keep coming and uh, the business keeps happening and the service keeps happening and the concierge service all know us and maintenance knows us and so it's just a it's a cool process to have been there from start to finish and really just kind of being a part of the fabric of the building
0: one of my favorite moments when we were talking was that you said that uh believe that uh you're you're the target you your clients are the target demo for you um meaning that they're a little bit more on the senior side um and they appreciate that you you don't have tattoos or piercings and you're just a nice looking young man that reminds them of their grandson or something yeah. like that that was a really really funny comment yeah. and um and I, so I was wondering, uh, as you commission these systems, what was the training process like to to teach some of these owners to make their own lighting scenes and um, change things if they needed to, or were you getting a lot of calls to just do it for them and then not have to touch anything?
1: Yeah, it was it was a mixed bag. Um, you know, most people I was able to 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 train fairly easily. The system was set up really well. The layouts that we left for people were easier than they would have had otherwise, you know what I mean, if they were just trying to use each subsystem by itself. So it was kind of a relief for a lot of them, even, you know, almost regardless of the demographic. They, they, we found some good success there. There's, of course, always a handful of people that are just like, this is not for me. (laughs) I (laughs) I, I don't care about this. And it's like, that is no problem at all. You don't have to use it. You can go up to your light switch and still, you know, turn it on and turn it off and dim it just like you would. But, um, you know, for the most part, we had pretty, pretty good success in, in being able to train people. We we also wrote out instructions for some people. Um, I let some people sit there and record me giving the training, and so they had that as a resource. Um, you know, that's one thing about being in the custom space is that you don't just get to go be cookie cutter, right? It's like These people are spending a lot of money and it doesn't matter if it, you know, if if for them a lot of money is a couple thousand or if it's a couple hundred thousand to them, it's important that they get that kind of handholding and and quality treatment. And so we tried to approach everybody with like a a clean slate of just like, you may want us to install your stuff. You may want us to install new stuff. You may not want us in here at all. (laughs) And all of those are okay. You know, don't let me feel you know make you feel like you're pressured to buy something now and you, you you know this as well as I do but that's the most comfortable place for a prospective client to be you know they, they don't want to feel like um, they're necessarily being sold to they want to feel like they have somebody that they can trust that's giving them quality advice and so that's what we tried to do and yeah the <laughs> the clientele there definitely uh, definitely appreciates a certain amount of attention and teaching and uh, that's what I I went to school to be a teacher. So that's where you know, I didn't. I wasn't planning on running an AV business, and it just so happens that now I really just get to go teach people about new technology and then teach them how to use it. And you know that's a powerful sales tool. Uh, turns out.
0: Yeah, you can tell the respect that uh, your clients have. The number of people that walked through the lobby while we were downstairs before we went up, and then the president of the HOA even coming over and giving a. Um, endorsement of you to us um, without you asking for it, which is really an entertaining as well. So great respect there for from a lot of folks. And um, it, you uh, had mentioned at the time, and I've subsequently had a chance to read the article that was in my old magazine, Residential Systems, um, that mentions the challenge that you told us about the HVAC control um, integration can you, uh, I'm, I'm sure there are folks that are listening here that do MD, MDU and have had similar challenges and I'd love for you to share what that was and how you kinda had to work around some things.
1: Yeah, so this is a, a somewhat unique um, in, in the sense that the way that this HVAC system work is there's a single condenser per floor and it was shared to service um, all six or four homes on, on each floor depending on what level they were on. Um, and the wiring that was in place was uh, basically just a single Cat6 connection from each unit back to where this condenser was, and there was a, a little bit of misinformation up front on how that was going to get controlled. And ultimately, we partnered with uh, Coolmaster, uh, Cool Automation. They make a cool pro- product called the Coolmaster Net. And the engineers from Nordtech and from Cool Automation were amazing. Uh, they they got together. They They tested things in in extravagant ways and found us a really stable way to get all this to work together and talk. And it's, you know, it's complicated, right, because you have basically a piece of shared equipment and then a piece of building owned equipment in the Coolmaster net. And then you have these individual residences which have a module in them that they technically own. Right. And so it's this just very intertwined. System that's it's not like most HVAC systems that people come across, which is just a thermostat. Right? <laughs> you take it out, you put a smart one in, and then you pull it into your control system. So we weren't um, fortunate enough to have that be our <laughs> our our uh, you know solution in this case, and uh, it just took a little bit more work and effort, but. Man, it's been working great. I think I mentioned this to you guys uh, before, but we've the you know, building's been being lived in now for four years, four and a half years, and not only have we not been having to replace Elon products, but that HVAC integration has been really solid, and so between the, the Elon engineers and Cool Automation, man, they did a great job um, helping us out and making it come through.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine... Uh, what a relief it is for you to have reliable equipment and technology in a building like that, let alone private homes, you know, that it's one client or a family, but you're talking all this product from the developer side and the building management and everything. I'm sure that could be a huge headache if things just didn't work. So
1: yeah, um, it was. And not only that, but the building got the benefit of being able to see the, but what all the units are doing. So they had so much feedback from that cool MasterNet product that they were able to, to, to kind of have that be, a, be an asset to them. And so it's, yeah, it's, it was just powerful and, and helpful. And we weren't you know, sitting there alone. And look, these buildings, I've come to find out, they all have these uh, group, almost group chats like Slack or, or something else where they're all communicating, talking about vendors they like and don't like, and talking about products or whatever their experiences. And, man, word gets around fast if you're, you know, a slime ball or if your products are stink, you know, if, if you overcharge, all that stuff. And I get these these people are telling me the stories about their neighbor's issues. Fortunately, you know, they're not about me. Otherwise, they wouldn't be telling me. <laughs> but and I was just really amused to see that, you know, these guys are all they're all communicating. You know, they're in elevators talking to each other. They're in building events talking to each other. So you're right. Yeah. having. Having that solved and solid and reliable for so long, uh, even to this point, it's just super powerful for us. It kind of speaks well on our, our team and our character and our you know desire to put the good stuff in.
0: Well, after the break, we will continue our conversation with Daniel Craig.
1: Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by AlterCo Robotics cover DC-to-line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three-phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or co Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at Blackwire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com.
0: Welcome back. We're talking with Daniel Craig, owner of Absolute AV Design in San Diego. Daniel, um, you... you Spoke at length, thank you for telling us all about that project. Um, I don't want to make the whole podcast about that, but it has led to other projects, correct, with the same developer, with other high-rises?
1: Yeah, so since then, we uh, we did their next high-rise, which was also luxury condos, did the common areas in that building as well as all of the uh, penthouses up top. And then we did a mixed commercial-use building for them, which was... A gym and a lobby, and so we did kind of set that up for them. And then on top of that, we did another one that was uh, two two towers of apartments, like 430 something apartments. We did all the common area uh, AV and Wi-Fi and, and music and all that good stuff. So, and we have another one coming up. Uh, they've wow. got another, another apartment building that we're doing, and this one's probably got the most you know lavish. Uh, amenity areas of any of the buildings that we've done so far, which is cool. So, uh, it's been a great relationship and, you know, we've been able to, you know, I guess come through for them in a way that they appreciate. They know that they're going to get people that care and, and systems that work. So yeah, it's been a great relationship.
0: And has your system, uh, the way that you work with the buildings evolved or did you kind of nail it on that one, that first one? And you've kind of, use that as the model going forward. I guess apartment rentals are different than condo owners, but, um, how is it, has it changed if, if at all, as you've gone?
1: Yeah. So that building is, uh, is unique. Yeah, that's, and I think they would even, the developer, Bozo would even tell you that they, they haven't done a building, they had never done a building like that, but that high of a, of a spec level as a standard. And they, not sure if they'll ever do it again. I mean, it was just, it's on another level for, um, quality of everything that they did uh, so since then we we emulated that building in the next tower which was still condos when we did all of the uh, estates so that got a really similar treatment and we did we we pretty much had it dialed um and we we did the exact same systems in that those suites that we did throughout the whole building at, at pacific gate that building is called savina and um But the next ones, yeah, they changed. In the common areas, we did very similar systems uh, from one building to the next. But it seems like each building and each subsequent building has had nicer and nicer amenity levels. The trend seems to be that, especially with apartments, that people want to live in luxury apartments, not have anything to worry about. And they want to have the best amenities of anybody in their area. And when you're talking about downtown San Diego, there's some really nice living spaces down there that are that are even apartments. And so it's like, why would I go to this, you know, building versus this one? And it's like, well, oh my gosh, have you seen their gym? Have you seen like we, we did a, a spin room simulation room where we have a 220 inch screen that covers an entire wall that's for with five, you know, spin cycles in front of it. And it's like, that's pretty cool, you know. And so things like that, um, having comfortable music throughout the area, having you know 60-something speakers around the pool and it being a good experience having tvs and cabanas having the ability to go look at watch four football games at once in the community lounge those types of things are powerful and you know these guys know that you know they're getting feedback and they're going we need to have good amenities <laughs> so <laughs> it's just improving our ability to serve them and and we're able to kind of keep up with that trend and make sure it's cool
0: was the uh the spin simulator, uh, a, a branded product, or what was that? Uh, capab- how was that? Yeah,
1: so we did a we did a, a Sony projector and a big screen innovation screen, and um, some nice pendant some Sonance pendant speakers in there, and then they I think they've got it linked. Not I think they've got it linked to Fitness on Demand. Okay, uh, so that they have that's where they're getting their content. So kind of neat. Uh, same thing. So Fitness on Demand they have their own controller for how to how to start content. And we were able to put our touch panel right next to it. You can walk in and start the room. And then we're actually, what's kind of neat on those touch panels for Milan is we're able to put a custom message. So at that point, we have a message pop up that says, use iPad to the left to pick your content or pick your course. Which is just little things like that that are really helpful. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Not every system allows you to do that. And and people would just be like, well, what do I do next? You know, And we're able to put little messages in there, which is kind of neat
0: yeah it sounds like you've really had a great experience with aon um, and that those Nortec brands and but yeah you you mentioned other companies that you've worked with so uh as as a relatively young business owner, there were certain brands maybe harder to get at first, but uh, you know we talked about like uh in that first building a draper screen and I was kind of happy to hear that as a guy in Indiana. it's an Indiana company, so um kind of small quiet and mighty screen company, you know? Yeah. Um, and you said you had a good experience with them. Uh, and, and you as you've g- gotten more established, I'm sure you've developed a bigger uh brand uh portfolio. You're your control four dealer as well, we talk a lot about Nortech brands, but uh uh Nortech uh is is competitive with control four. It's just a different option. Yeah. What else uh would you say are some of your key brands there that you work with now?
1: Yeah, so we are a, a masterpiece dealer for Martin Logan. Just um, mm. means that we have the access to their full line of speakers, and so we get to put in some pretty cool products from them, which is exciting. Um, we're we're really high on uh, AV Pro Edge. They've been an amazing partner for all things switching and, and video. Um, just great stuff, great support, um, and they they'll tell you this, but it's like. Big, big companies are asking them for advice on <laughs> different formats and resolution things. So when that's happening, you know, you're going to the right guys. So they've been they've been great. Um, we found some some good success with Sonance. We've um, currently using Ubiquity products for networking. And that's that's been a really good product for us. Um, we we're, we are using Oversea for for most of our clients for remote support okay panamax mixed in there um, Sony yeah, gonna, um for displays primarily
0: okay yeah i was gonna ask you about service so the that remote capability must come in handy on these bigger projects um do yeah. you have a, like a recurring revenue sort of stream for service or do you just do an hourly um you know kind of billing there on that
1: Yeah, so we have a a mixture of service, particularly in these buildings. We'll do, certain clients have a setup for regular maintenance to come in and run updates and and things like that. And that's just basically is is roughly an hourly thing for us to come see them and make sure everything's dialed in. Um, We have a a decent portfolio of people. Uh, We've partnered with Parasol for uh, for their support so we can offer 24-7 support to our clients, which is really powerful, Um, especially because, you know, in high-rises, this might surprise you, maybe not. But some of these buildings are 50% occupied the majority Mm -hmm. of the year. These are second homes. And so these systems sit idle and everybody knows that (laughs) for whatever reason, not using something is as, is as bad as overusing it or abusing it. So things get tired and they lock up and people show up after not being there for months. And, you know, sometimes they have challenges. So we've communicated to those people, Hey, give us a heads up when you're coming into town, or maybe we set a scheduled reboot using oversee, um, But for some of them, Parasol has been fantastic because they'll usually come in for a weekend and we're pretty much Monday through Friday, you know, seven to four. So having them as a resource to our clients has been fantastic, even just to be able to offer it, It, even if they don't sign up for it. You know what I mean? It's a powerful thing to be able to say, if you'd like, you can have 24 seven support from guys like the technicians who are in your home, you know, based here in in the United States. So we have that going for us as well.
0: That's great. And. You talk all about these MDU projects, but yet you still have private residence clients. So um, would you say that that's a very small percentage for your company relative to these high rises or um, do you have quite a bit? Because we met with one and they were very happy with your work and it was a beautiful project, beautiful home. Um, so what's how, how is the balance there for you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the number of projects, you know, it's 98 percent single-family homes.
0: Oh, it um, is. Okay.
1: We have, I mean, again, on the commercial side, we're not a huge company, you know, so we, we're not trying to take on too many of these large projects at once, sh- you know, that's a good way to get sunk. Um, <laughs> so we try to be smart about it and make sure that we can service the jobs we take very well. So we'll take maybe a couple of large commercial jobs over the course of a year and make sure they don't overlap at key times. But yeah, overwhelming majority of our work are in, are in single-family homes. and. I guess that's my my my. The numbers are probably skewed. We do a lot of work in condos. That's the only building that you know ever that we have. I would say, the majority of the homeowners in the building are our clients. Um, that's a rare luxury to have to have such a high concentration of clients, especially of that caliber in <laughs> in a two block in a one block space. Um, but yeah, we do a ton of that, and you know every most most integrators are. That's the, that's the fun stuff, you know, and it's, uh, more passion driven. People are excited and they want to make it their own. And so while we love the, the condo space, it's still a little bit limited, right. In what you can do. Um, so we have, we like a good balance of both. i uh, I don't ever want to be a one trick, you know, guy, cause it's like certain elements of the market will shut down and, and others will pick up and I want to be in, those service spaces i want to be in the single family homes i want to be in retrofit i want to be in custom and in some ways it's you know scary to be spread out but it's also one of the safest places to be right you want to diversify just like that's a that's a normal known thing if you want to have a diversified portfolio in the financial world you want to have it in, yeah in av world too it turns out
0: oh absolutely it's one of the things that i've watched from a distance over the years whenever there's a downturn if you don't have that diversification in some commercial or uh the resi commercial as it's become known where it's the residential building but more of a commercial structure like a condo or other mdu structure you don't have that blend in the single family home then you you may be stuck one one may be doing better than the other at a downturn so that's great great business practice for you um are, are there products there that when you're dealing with that MDU side that are are more robust for that type of project in those common areas that you wouldn't necessarily have in the single family home?
1: You know, it's been interesting, actually, like a lot of the products that we're putting in those uh, commercial spaces, that's one of the main appeals to residential clients is they go, you know, they're like, Oh wow, this is c- capable of being used in a commercial space. That sounds great. You know, that's okay. and a lot of these people want it. So Um, you know, it's a powerful statement to go to somebody and say, Hey, we use this at our office. We use this in a parking garage and I'm going to use it for your home. You know, (laughs) it's scalable to the point that, you know, you, you would still benefit from the features you have in here. Um, so I would say for the most part, we try to stick to the brands that are, are, we know our quality and we try not to waver too much back and forth. Um, the more familiar my techs are with it, the better that is for our clients. And so try not to over overdo it with too much mix of brands for the same subsystems.
0: Yeah, I think that's where we've gone. It used to be more of a dividing line, especially on the video side, but now things have become very, uh, very, very similar in quality. And really Rudzi Marshall is more about just the application of the technology less than the technology changing for that application. But so um, you mentioned that you were uh, hoping to be a teacher when you're younger. And... went to school, uh, sort of studying that. And, uh, oftentimes they talk to integrators who that would not have been their, (laughs) their path. They're more focused on either music or tech early in their lives, at least in high school. Um, what, what started it? Was it just getting a job, um, with Best Buy, uh, back in your younger year, your teen years?
1: (laughs) So, I went to, I was going to school I was playing sports um, and I needed a job and I my brother at the time worked at, at a Best Buy and he said, hey just come you know I'll get you a job here for occasional seasonal work you know during Christmas time is kind of the way it started. so I actually got my start at Best Buy selling digital cameras uh, for a, a seasonal position <laughs> and then uh, came back and I honestly at that time for a little bit of color, I was so uninterested in technology I would say at that point in my life, and to the point that when my brother would come home and talk about, and he was in home theater, so he would talk about the things that I know, <laughs> get paid to talk about, but he, he would talk about HDMI cables and stuff. And I, I, I mean, I just, I promise you, I, I did the nerd salute a number of times to him and I <laughs> I, I just thought it was the nerdiest bunch of stuff that he would come home talking about and tell my parents about and all this other stuff. But Uh, as luck would have it I this Christmas was over I came back to work and my uh, my name wasn't on the schedule for selling cameras anymore so I went to find my boss and I said hey did I did I get fired and he goes "Uh, I don't think so you know so he goes (laughs) to see what happened and sure enough they moved me to home theater and uh, they said hey yeah go start selling TVs and surround sounds," and so that's kind of where I got my start and got started to enjoy it I would say I transferred to a store that had a Magnolia in it. And within that Magnolia is probably the first time I ever got a proper demo. And I got sat in front of a pair of Martin, Lo- Martin, Martin Logan source towers, electrostatic towers. And it's a, a Pink Floyd track got turned on. And I sat there and you know, got the whole experience, the art of the demo, as it was called. And I was blown away. I and mean, it sounded cool like it was all of a sudden I was like oh my gosh this is different you know this there's so much happening <laughs> you just you don't think about it right when you mostly listen to it through car speakers or or whatever um so did that for a little bit and then started to actually I remember one time my my father-in-law is a contractor he took me out to a job and he said hey can you just help this guy you know figure out what to get for tv and speakers and so I did that and I was driving with him afterwards and I was like man it'd be cool if I could just get paid to like drive around and tell people what they should buy you know (laughs) that would be cool and sure enough that existed there and it was a, a geek squad position where i would drive around doing home theater consultations and all of a sudden i was in a position where i was in people's homes who wanted my help instead of standing on a floor trying to convince people that you know i i could help them pick a product or whatever so i really enjoyed that um went on to sell a little bit of their, their best buy for business division where i was doing business to business sales so i got a little exposure to the commercial side in that space um they did a huge reorg and that got bounced so i i ended up going into the design center which is an even more robust version of the magnolia which had you know the highest of the high end that best buy sells and speakers and i got to go sit in those listening rooms and do demos and listen to demos and See things like Kaleidoscape, which we're selling today, you know, as a partner of theirs. Um, just all these things that, you know, that are, that are cool and fun and, you know, I think are just grown-up toys, right? Not adult toys, but grown-up toys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and, be careful what you say there. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I ended up getting poached out of there by uh, an integrator. And I went and worked for that company for three years before I decided to branch off and start my own company. So yeah, it's, it's funny looking back to go, man, every single one of those stops along the way has contributed to today. You know, I, I, at the time I wouldn't have known it, but you know, learning what the retail space and big box store is like, understanding what it means to be in the home and the power that that brings, getting the exposure to commercial, getting to sell the super high end and understand that that's something that people enjoy and they're willing to pay for and you don't have to sit there and quiver as you offer somebody a pair of 25000 or $80,000 speakers. You know, you just have to offer it and let them make a decision. So it was just it's funny to look back and see, but all those were helpful, powerful, effective stops. And it wasn't until my last semester as in college that I realized I wasn't going to pursue the teaching career. And so that there I was, you know, doing something that seemed like it could turn into a career and ultimately
0: it did. Well, it's great that you still, like you said earlier, apply some of that teaching with your clients as they learn the systems. And that uh, fits into the rest of your equation there of everything kind of coming together well. So uh, you get to apply many different skills over the year, from over the years into your job.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, Daniel, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time out. I, I appreciate your hospitality there in San Diego a week and a half ago, and um, great kind of hearing the rest of the story and sharing it with our our listeners. Um, been been great talking to you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you having me and uh, had a lot of fun. So maybe we'll do it again sometime.
0: Absolutely. Daniel Craig is owner of Absolute AV Design in San Diego. You can learn more about his company at AbsoluteAVDesign.com. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating or reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, ResTechToday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential connection, ventilators, lighting specialists, to residential to home, home, home or smart house.